Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers. And I'm Will Legator. And today we're talking about, uh, we're rounding out our Wes Anderson fortnight. And we're talking about not just my favourite Wes Anderson movie, but one of my top 20 movies of all time, Will. These are the names that define our world. The artists who shaped our minds. The rebels who challenged our views. But of all these legends, there is one that stands above all others. I'm sorry, did someone say my name? What's the secret, Max? The secret? I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. For me, it's going to Rushmore. Sharp little guy. He's one of the worst students we've got. We're putting you on what we call sudden death academic probation. Could I see some documentation on that, please? Did you invite that kid to your party? Max Fisher. Come on, Dad, there's gonna be girls there. I'd rather die. Pull your head out of you. Maybe I'm spending too much of my time starting up clubs and putting on plays. This is, uh, let me double check on the ranking. This is currently 13. Um, I don't think it is. I think I'm going to do some rejigging. Really uh, but uh, it's, so yeah, Crimes of Misdemeanors is going up. Pleasure Zombies is going up. Goodfellas is going up. It's currently gonna, it's currently sitting at 16. It's time, homie. Kiss me, little one. I should probably be trying harder to score chicks. I like your hat. You're a teacher here, aren't you? Oh, I'm so glad you could come. I want you to meet a friend of mine, Peter Flynn, Max Fisher. Hi. Who's this guy? Has it ever crossed your mind that you're far too young for me? I like your nurse's uniform, guy. These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? I don't know what you see in her. I, I don't think she's right for you. What's that supposed to be? Hello, Herman. How are you, Rosemary? I know about you and the teacher. Is Max no? He's about five foot three, 112 pounds, glasses. You know, you and Herman deserve each other. You're both little children. War does funny things to men. So you'll find a pair of safety glasses and some earplugs underneath your seats. Please feel free to use them. But also, my top 20 movies, it's a purely arbitrary ranking. They really are, you know, I could watch any of these movies 10 times a day. That's untrue. Some of them are long. Rushmore, this was a uh, first watch for you, Will. Yes. Um, yes. What do you think of Max's latest opus? It's good. But let's hope it's got a happy ending. Rushmore. Thank you very much. I, unless you're going to give me a bigger twist than Sixth Sense, I can only imagine that with your love of Bill Murray, your love of this sort of dry sense of humour, your love of Wes Anderson, and your love of you know, the minutiae of 
the theatre and all that. Um, I, I can only imagine that you really liked this film. Correct me or agree with me. Oh, it, it was it was fantastic. It was just yeah. yet another. I don't, I don't want to box him in, a, uh, but it was just yet another classic Wes Anderson movie that just made me feel all tickly and warm. And yes, this is um, probably, well, no, Darjeeling Limited probably is his most character-focused one. But for me, this is the greatest success, really, of that marriage of style and the characters. I think, um, I mean, we've talked, we've touched on it a little bit on Grand Budapest Hotel and, and, and even in um, Royal Tenenbaums a little bit, but where that style and all that form and all that structure and all that specificness never gets in the way of the story and the characters being told, um, but it is very, 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 very present. Uh, and, and, then, and it's still present here in Rushmore. But for me, this is probably his best character drama. Um, it's, it's got the best characters, I think, the best writing, and uh, certainly some of the best performances. Um, many times we've talked about Bill Murray on the show, and we will talk about him many times again, including next week with Groundhog Day, maybe his greatest performance. Um, but for me, it really is a, a the Groundhog Day, Scrooged, this. Pro, I mean, Lost in Translation, and of course, Ghostbusters and Caddyshack. For me, that's just a pretty unassailable top six films, if they're your top six performances. Would you bump it from the top six, or, or are you agreeing with my sort of top six uh, power ranking? I don't, I don't, let me just... Uh, We're both big What About Bob guys as well. We both love What About I, Bob. I do love What About Bob. Uh, I don't know if it's cracking my top six, um, but, no. it, but uh, there's lots of, lots of other great movies. For me, Scrooge, very similar to Grand Day. I think we'll talk about this on next week's episode. Very, very similar. <laughs> terrible, terrible man. Becoming great. Obviously, Scrooge is very heightened, but God, that final speech of Scrooge. Mm. I, if you want to link, if you want to glimpse into my depressive uh, life, uh, if I'm feeling sad, my top seats to watch are the Scrooge final speech. Doesn't matter where in the year it is, <laughs> the end of its wonderful life. Um, when I met Sally, New Year's Eve, uh, the apartment ending. Um, these are pretty, pretty great. Do you remember the apartment? Well, we did the I do apartment remember this very fondly. Yeah. yeah, it's a wonderful film. Love this lemon. I am, um, yeah, and no, I, I think I'd have to agree with you that Tom Six, just um, that tops the Tom Six, the top six. <laughs> um, I just an honorable mention. I, I'm a big fan of The Dead Don't Die. Watched that the other year, that it was, was fun, yes, very yeah. enjoyable. I don't know if it's cracking my top six, but no. I, it was certainly another enjoyable. Uh, uh, Jim Jamoosh, there was a great collaboration he did with director Jim Jamoosh. I'd highly recommend Broken Flowers, uh, where he's an old bachelor uh, trying to figure out um, who's, who's, uh, who's this woman who keeps sending him letters. And uh, he goes about all his Jessica Lang and Susan Sarandon and Sharon Stone. And it's very, very good. Very, very good. Um, Rushmore. Um, Let's get something out of the way. Will, you knew me in college. Yeah. And so I think you'll have seen a little bit of Max Fisher. But when it came to high school Thomas Jonker and others, I mean, 
Jesus Christ, this is frightening me. Uh, this is frightening us. The whole thing of doing so many clubs and starting so many clubs, in, in particular, the plays and doing all that. And then uh, the, the, my other big thing was the uh, foundation, the, the chocolate, uh, the, well, fair trade chocolate stall, uh, which I uh, boosted sales, sales tenfold. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And then the big thing was, okay, here's the little story. So we had it in the reception and we also had a raffle and there was more than enough space and we had music on and we people would come and we, people would come. And then basically they wanted to move us out of the reception to this corner room. And I said, because they had a diabetes bake sale on it on the same day and also in the reception. And so it was very busy. And I said, well, we're there. That's when we're there. So, you know, I uh, don't know about that. And that was the day that some health and safety guy came and he was like, the foyer is too busy for fire, for fire issues. And so they had to move us. And so I said, all I want is one meeting where I can express my side of the, my side and um, try and get us to stay in the, the reception. Most, Thomas Carruthers thing ever. Oh, yeah. And the meeting started... And she said, so we're moving you into the reception. Sorry, so we're moving you into this, into this corner. And I'm like, all I wanted was a meeting where I could put my side across. I haven't been given that. I am uh, leaving. I'm taking French. the profits. I'm leaving. I am swindling, skimming off the top. And uh, no, I am, I, I am leaving the Fair store. And I did. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, fully. I, just, was there anyone else? Did you just leave all that chocolate on? on? Oh no 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 no! There was like a team. There was a little team under oh. me, and uh, then then they all left because you know Max Fisher, and uh, they they basically and then they had to get some other people and <coughs> sales plummeted, and because they were in that corner, because nobody knows where that corner is, and who's laughing now? And <laughs> um, Max Fisher, uh, I also have costed plays. And then, Will, you saw this in college with me becoming the quiz master and all that. So, well, I, I'm sure we told the Queen is dead story before on the show. The, one of the low points of my life. And the point is, just like Max Fisher, through my entire academic career, I've had more of a focus on entrepreneurial and putting on plays and um, doing clubs than my actual academics. So Rushmore, other than falling, mad, madly falling in love with a teacher, Rushmore is a very, very, very close to home film. Will, is, did you ever sort of, did you ever have a Max Fisher period? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, exact, I'm in exactly the same boat. Um, yeah. I, I, we, we are quite alike, you and I, me and you. Um, I'm just less anal, I would say. I guess I'm pretty yeah. um, you know, especially especially you know on on camping trips. You know, I'm very particular about my rods. You know, I'm a very anal fisher, and you certainly don't want an anal fisher when you're on a nice trip. Rushmore, and, and I don't like fishing. So, did you not get my great joke? I did. I got. I got it. I got it. Um, you got an anal fisher. <laughs> like a bear trap. Uh, Rushmore. Um, Will has turned his camera off. Will has turned his camera on. 
Um, um, comedic effect. Half of our listeners are audio. Um, <laughs> fired. Um, Rushmore. Um, second Anderson after Bottle Rocket, a relatively small independent film, which is good. Uh, it's not a movie I return to. It's not a movie I rewatch half as much as these other films, but it is good on when you're doing a marathon or doing. You know, like I, like a weirdo, like I am, where I just pile all my DVDs of a certain director and just bap, 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 go through them. Um, I'm sure that's not just me, but uh, something I do. And so that's when I usually watch Bottle Rocket. I don't usually uh, watch it any other time, uh, other than Bottle Rocket. Um, Rushmore. So Rushmore comes along. Uh, the long and short of it is, I mean, there's lots of different paths intertwining, lots of different producers. But uh, one of the big things is Murray uh, liking the script so much and wanting to be involved. And that gives them just the propellant to cast a no-name uh, as Max, which, of course, at the time, Jason Schwartzman was. And, um, you know, obviously, Royal Tenenbaums is full of, full of, full of, full of stars. And so it's not that he's again, and, and every film he's done since. Uh, so it's not that he's in by any means... Um, against big star ensemble casting, uh, but it, it sort of allowed him here, in particular, Max. Well, I mean, we'll get to him from Paris, but there really was a point where they didn't know whether, would, whether they could make the film because the role of Max Fisher was so, quote unquote, uncastable. And uh, they just struggled for so long. Um, YouTube comments. Wow, almost 20 years. And I think this would have been another Dead Poets Society. Mm, I mean, very sad for society. Yeah. Um, true fact: uh, my ex watched uh, me. And my ex watched Dead Poets Society, and her review afterwards it was very boring. Uh, but then, the, when the man killed himself, I thought that was interesting, and I liked the final sad half an hour. Real thing she said. Uh, I didn't like all the fun stuff and the touching Robin Williams making people, you know, be happy. I like the bit where the kid killed himself. Um, excellent movie, my opinion. Somebody commented on that. Excellent movie, factually. So, you know, diverse opinions there. Is that the same actor who played Gideon from Scott Pilgrim? Yes, it is. Well, we've talked about the Cornetto trilogy a lot, but uh, are you a Scott Pilgrim person? I I've not seen it ever. No, I've I've seen I've seen bits and bobs. Hmm. Big fan of the. Um, the, the skateboarding. Yep, Chris Evans. Yeah. Uh, it's a great, 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 great film. Uh, once the Katrina units, uh, one star review, Connor. Can I say monotonous? Because monotonous is what this movie is. As mm -hmm. others have said, if you decide to watch Rushmore and find it's going nowhere, don't give it a chance. It goes nowhere from beginning to end. You'll be more entertained watching a goldfish swim in a bowl. Why are people calling it brilliant, heartwarming, and hilarious? The film had none of those qualities, but it lacked plot and sympathetic characters. It's almost like people have arcs. It's almost like there is a journey to these characters. A comedy with remarkably few laughs in which an insufferable teenager experiences a change of heart. Except for the few scenes between or referring to Bill Murray and his twin sons and those involving Brian Cox, this is a decidedly unfunny comedy. The hero is... I suppose, intended to be viewed as, as as irrepressible, when in fact, he's insufferable. Well, there you go. 
again, almost like it's the point of the film. Not worth the two cent plastic casing the videotape came in at the video store. This is from 2001. This movie is about a 13, uh, 15 year old, blah, 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 blah. Um, soon he gets, they're just talking about the film. Uh, it was mainly for the title of that one. Forget reading Nietzsche, watch Rushmore. I cannot begin to convey the intellectual and, spi oh, and spiritual riches of this exquisite, almost transcendental film. I've seen Rushmore. Is this, have they got this wrong? Is this supposed to be a 10 out of 10? It entertains and inspires people. Never before have I seen such everyday people brought to the screen in such a believable and moving way. One out of Maybe ten. Maybe they should have very, very high standards. Oh, we've never talked about this before. Do you think some people think that one out of ten is the best? Oh, you mean like... First. Uh, and, at birth, and in first place. Oh, uh, wow. Maybe mm. that explains it. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, speaking of wow, we have a Wedding Crushers sequel on the way. Oh, I, I, I sent a little thing through the other day. We've just, we've just done our Wedding Crushers episode. Really very, very excited. I mean, do you want to go to the cinema to see the Wedding Crashes sequel, Tom? I mean, yes, uh, uh, of course. <laughs> a sailor! Have we ever seen a film together, Will? We went to see Cats. The only film we've ever been to see together at the cinema is Cats. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cats. Jesus Christ. I am Gus the Railway Cat. Uh, ten minutes stretch. Best ten minutes stretch, Will. Well, uh, what? what uh, it's my favourite film, so I'm going to start. Uh, meet Bill Murray and his little speech and um, Max clapping, which I did steal for Overture, a short film starring <laughs> Will Legator. Will was the Max Fisher. I think meet I played Max Fisher very well. <laughs> Everybody can go watch it. Uh, meeting Murray. Uh, the library and flirting uh, and pouring all the water and uh, <laughs> flirting back and forth. Have you ever crossed your mind? There might be too old. What do we think of Olivia Williams in this? I think she's absolutely sensationally good mm -hmm. in this. Yeah. And um, uh, it's Olivia Williams, you know, it's not one of those big names. I'm trying to think what's what's like the biggest thing Olivia Williams has done. Six Sense. Six Sense, yeah, which was just before. Oh no, just after this, pardon me. Wait, she was Camilla Parker. Oh, she's playing Camilla. In the new crown. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through series two and I'm really enjoying it. It's excellent. Yeah. She was in Victoria and Abdul, the worst film I've ever seen in the cinema. Really? You always pick the movie. Let me pick a movie. That's what happens when we pick your <laughs> movies. We watch Darkest Hour and we watch fucking... Oh, God. Uh, she's very good in an education and the ghost, uh, which is released in England as the ghostwriter. Uh, we don't talk about Roman Polanski, but we do when he makes excellent, excellent film. Have you seen the ghostwriter, Will? I'm looking at it now and it, it's, it's a big old star cast and it looks very, very good. <laughs> Will, it's Pierce Brosnan playing a prime minister uh, married to Olivia Williams with Hugh McGregor as a ghostwriter. And it's all a big conspiracy. It's, you would absolutely love it. It's one of Pierce's best performances. Love the love the picture. Um, I might return to that actually. Um, uh, anyway, where were we? Uh, best ten minute stretch. Probably my favourite ten minute stretch. Sorry to play my hand early. 
is the performance of Serpico, the play, uh, Into the Dinner with Luke Wilson. Um, just terrific, terrific stuff. You know, don't fuck with my play! And, uh, and the punch, and then coming on, and then Bill being all sheepish after giving him a whiskey. It, of course, features my favourite gag in the entire film, which will uh, appear in Tom's weirdly specific favourite part of the film. Uh, the introduction of the affair, the sort of uh, the switch affair now of, of, of Murray and Williams and Miss Cross and Herman Bloom. Great names. Um, the revenge, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth into um, the play finale, which is, of course, excellent. Heaven and Hell uh, is owed to Vietnam, um, which I, I just love that it's seeded very well, you know, early on. You were in Nam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you in the ship? Yeah, I was in the ship. And then at the end, he's done this incredibly touching, truthful play that brings Bill Murray to absolute tears. <laughs> and uh, I just, I just love this. It's the fact is like, oh yeah, I wrote it in second grade. Can I put this? Back? <laughs> That's something Tom would do. Well, I mean, the, maybe the most, the maybe the most accurate line ever uttered on screen about me is. Um, I mean, this isn't how I got into any college. I got in by grades. But, um, you know, do you remember why you let me in? I wrote a little one act about Watergate. Um, <laughs> uh, this is very true. I've, I've never written about Watergate. I have written about JFK multiple, multiple times. Have you ever written a one act? Multiple. Six, seven. No, that's not true. Yeah, eight. I've written eight one acts, three, two, uh, four two acts, uh, four three acts. No, more than more. Uh, you're you're a big fan of a three act. I like a very a very long. But I act. like a just a justified <laughs> three act. So I will never head into, uh, you know. I like you know. Then and again, you've got to give yourself an epic. Nobody's going to read it anyway. Um, just uh, I will. Well, you want to read this play with me? Probably. Oh, yeah. You'll read a comedy with me. You'll read a comedy. Yeah, I'll read a funny one, and we'll do all the voices. Um, <laughs> Which takes us into your ten-minute stretches. Did I miss it? It does. I've, I've pretty much said I've gone for the de definitely the play into the ball. Um, the sort of I've gone for the the opening. Um, yeah. Very 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 strong opening. Um, if I could just, I, I mean, it's, it's in my little notes, but I love the introduction of him with his newspaper. Mm -hmm. It's just very, very very charismatic. Well, it's the and and his, his his biggest dream in life is to also be good at maths. It's the it's like the one big thing that he can't do and that he's not good at. But of course, he is. Of course, his biggest fantasy is to also be good at that. Is to be literally good at everything. Um, Are you good at maths, Tom? I was actually fast tracked in high school uh, and got an A star. Um, oh, okay. which is something I loved to lord over my ex who studied maths at uh, college level, A-level A level, and um, not A-levels, yeah, A-level level, uh, but she only got an A for GCSE, so I like to, you know, rub that in. Um, so did I. I was yes. one off an A-star. So literally, the two people in my life, well, she's not in my life anymore, but uh, the, the two people in my life who are like the big maths people and the big science people, I did better at maths than. That is, I, I, I got, can die happy. I got 100% in mechanics. Me. Oh, mechanics, yeah. I got 100% in mechanics. Um, right, any, any of the 10-minute stretches, Will? 
Um, did, you I, have, I've got, yeah. did you have I've an ICO? Got... Were you a Meccano kid or an ICO kid? Uh, do you remember Connects? Oh yeah, cheap. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had Connects. We had Connects. Oh, Lego, Meccano, Connects. Um, the fun never ends. All of them. They were great. Good, good fun. Good fun. Great fun. Good old fashioned uh, family fun. Uh, yeah, I've gone for the big old slapsticky revenge mix up with all the yeah. jumping in the windows. And what's your favourite? Uh, what's your favourite revenge? Uh, the fake blood. The fake blood. I particularly enjoyed the culmination and just him literally cutting the, his brakes and nearly running down the janitor. And mm. um, and just that final hard cut to him talking to the police. Big IT crowd vibes. Caucasian glasses. <laughs> the minute he said Caucasian, I went, red hair, beard. Excuse me, sir, can you come with me? Glass. Can you go with me? Oh, are they from? Are they which paper are they from? They're from the Standard. Oh, you're on the deli. Uh, <laughs> Laura, oh, oh she good. played the she played the drug addict who got stabbed in the face. Oh, she's lovely. <laughs> um, Laura Knightley <laughs> from the Bill Richard Iwadi's real wife. Um, did you never know that? I didn't know that. I mean, you've probably mentioned it many times before, yeah, but yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. listen to. You. Uh, if somebody wants to make a really boring montage, they can do that montage of Tom saying that, that, that fact. Uh, which takes us into Tom's really specific favourite parts of the film. Um, incredible opening of that Murray portrait. I want that portrait. Get me it. Somebody find me to film Murray portrait. Uh, little one act about Watergate, which we talked about. The initial zoom into Mrs. Cross, her reading Kidnapped by Robert Louis Stevenson, just delightful. And it is that ideal thing of falling in love for the first time. And of course, through the childish naivete. So very similar, I think, to the Moonrise Kingdom conversation we were having about the, the uh, naive sexuality of, of, of that film. And also it's here as well. I love all the talk about hand jobs. I just love that that is just the only concept they have of sex is just, oh, he gave you a hand job. Oh, she gave you a hand job. I also think um, when Dirk talks about um, Herman and Mrs. Cross giving a hand job while she were asleep uh, in the pool. I don't know if it was a hand job, and I don't know if it was maybe some actual real sex, but that is all that is all that Dirk knows to call it. He just knows that any kind of sex is a hand job or something like that. I don't know. That was a little thought I had. I don't know if it's based on anything. Um, and and of course that that wonderful shift when she drills him and go, Do you want to tell them that I think that you think a thing? And all that, and 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 really just grilling him down. Maybe a bit inappropriate, maybe a bit HR problem, but she's leaving the school, so it's okay. Uh, but it is it is just that thing of this has gone far too far. You are you. This needs to stop. Um, Tom's was what maybe my favourite physical gag Bill Murray's ever done is fuck you, Dad. Beat. And leaning into the back and grabbing one of the kids. <laughs> I love the wrestling uh, where he takes off his entire uniform and then immediately gets slammed down. My favorite gag in the entire film. Will, do you know what my favorite gag in the entire film is? Uh, it's these are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? Is one of my favorite gags ever. Um, I love the. Murray peeking out from behind the tree with his cigarette. 
similarly, I also love the tree falling later. Um, I love, it probably should be in single minute, but I love the organ music, Dirk standing in front of the car, and then Herman coming to say hello to him, please don't tell Max, please don't tell Max, they're all terrified of him. <laughs> and, um, and then coming back to the car and it's locked. And he just, let me in the car, let me in the car, is brilliant. I love him going into the hotel. I'm being sued. Uh, how long are you staying for us? Indefinitely. I'm being sued for divorce. Um, lovely, touching little moment. A bit cruel, but he had more creativity and spark in one fingernail than you have. Than Herman Bloom has an entire body. And then Max, one dead fingernail, is 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 brutal, uh, but he's of course uh, her her arc as well. And I love the dedications uh, before heaven and hell. Uh, this is dedicated to um, my mother and uh, Edward, Ar Edward Appleby, a friend of a friend. Just absolutely. And I love his dad's reaction on the mother's dedication. That gets me every time. This is a really emotional film. It's not a movie I've ever cried at, but there are repeatedly moments that I get really quite touched, uh, touched there. Uh, did, did you get touched in particular, Will? Uh, hmm. Not really. Um, I'm just emotionally unavailable. <laughs> uh, no vacancy. The uh, Will's, Will's more general favourite part of the film, or specific or whatever. Uh, I went for the, the little chop catch. Um, yeah. I it was very good because that's something I would not be able to do. <laughs> I'd have to get a stunt double in just, just to do the catch. Um, I, I've also got Bill Murray hiding behind the tree. I think that probably is my favourite moment. <laughs> it's great. Uh, and then I've got also Bill Murray carrying the bike. Bill Murray doing anything. I yeah, love yeah. Herman Bloom. Love Herman Bloom. Uh, anything else, Will? That, that's it from me. Well, that takes us into... Um, oh, no, it doesn't just yet, because we have Soundtrack Corner. And what a bloody soundtrack this is. Wall-to-wall -wall soundtrack. So originally, it was just going to be Kinks. Uh, but uh, they eventually decided against that uh, through the course of editing and uh, production. Um, so we split this two ways. We do uh, best song, full stop, and best song, best use of the song, pardon me. This is pretty stacked for me. I, I think every one of these choices is something I've listened to repeatedly and love. Uh, anything jump out to you immediately, Will? Or? Um, yes, but for maybe the wrong reasons. Um, okay. making, making time. I think yeah. it's excellently used in an excellent song. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also the theme tune to The Great Pottery Throwdown. Uh, is which it? Which is how I knew it. As soon as that came out, I'm like, Christ, they're using a theme tune from The Great Pottery Throwdown. Not um, knowing that it was an, uh, actually no. a song. No, I <laughs> thought it was written just for the, the show. But That's pretty rocking for The Great Pottery Throwdown. It's great. There's got loads, there's loads of flames and it's a yeah. good intro. You should watch Great Frosty Furrow. No. <laughs> and um, the, <laughs> uh, yes, I similarly do like uh, making time. Uh, one that always sticks out to me is Nothing in the World Can Stop Me Worrying About This Girl. The one kink song that does actually make its way into the final film uh, in that lovely semi-graduate homage. One of my favourite single minutes, certainly Bill Murray throwing golf balls into a pool, getting his cigarette, getting his whiskey diving into the pool in those Budweiser shorts. I mean, iconic. Uh, I also, big fan of Here Comes My Baby, uh, Yusuf Cat Stevens. 
Um, and The Wind, similarly by Cat Stevens. Very, uh, you haven't seen Harold and Maud, though. Um, I, well, that's not true. I don't know. Have you seen Harold and Maud? I haven't. No. Uh, you would very much like Harold and Maud, Will. Um, and that's entirely scored by Cat Stevens. So that it, I feel in Wes Anderson, in particular this film, is very Hal Ashby um, in its style and tone. And Anderson has talked about Ashby before. Um, and obviously with this musical referencing, uh, you can really feel it. Um, and Oh Yoko, one of my favourite Lennon songs. Just an absolute banger, if the parlance equates. Uh, best use of a song, however, I'm going to give to Ooh La La. The face is an incredible so ending. So am I. Absolute incredible ending. Uh, beautiful, touching, all you could ever want. Um, they're all getting back together. It's a happy ending. It is lovely. And uh, Cho Chang, the... Uh, nope, that's Harry Potter. Uh, what's, what's the name? Um, Margaret Yang. No, not Margaret Yang. Yeah, Margaret Yang. Is it Margaret Yang? Yes, Margaret Yang, pardon me. It was the Yang and Chan. Threw me off. The uh, Margaret Yang and uh, their date and they're going to date. And oh, it's it's just wonderful. Everybody's so delightful. It's lovely. Uh, which takes us into what I was trying to get to earlier, which is. Uh, the Oscar travesty. It really is an Oscar travesty. We've got no nominations to talk about, Will, at all. Um, in a perfect world, I'd go Best Director and Best Picture, but that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Oh, it's bloody Shakespearean love, it's yeah. bloody Shakespearean uh. love, yeah. Um, yeah, big, big Weinstein energy. Uh, big surprise, actually, really, as we all know. Well, I say we all. Uh, everybody thought it was going to be Saving Private Ryan, of course. Uh, Spielberg did win director, uh, but um, we talked about this a lot with the Truman Show year uh, mm. in our episode. I, I, for me, that's probably the biggest. I could see in a, in a if we lived in a better world, uh, I could see a nice Truman Show sweep. Uh, Manx sweep. Hashtag Manx sweep. But in the meantime, <laughs> Rushmore sweep, I'd gladly, gladly, gladly <coughs> go for. How would you split it? I love Olivia Williams, but that's a very good Best Supporting Actress. Mm. Murray Schwartzman. It, would you? Well, I, I, I put Murray in supporting. Yeah, but the, but you can't put Murray in supporting because Oscar bullshit wise, they're never going to give Schwartzman a Best Actor nomination. Mm. I think your best push would have been. Murray for Best Actor. Oh, look, he's doing serious stuff. And then Schwartzman for Best Supporting in the sort of Edward Norton Primal Fear. Because, of course, Edward Norton in Primal Fear is, is just as much a lead. I mean, Oscar fraud is just all uh, everywhere to be seen. However, un unequivocally um, missing here is Owen Wilson and uh, Wes Anderson for Best Screenplay. Um, look, I love Warren Beatty, but Bullworth? I mean, have you? Do you know the premise of Bullworth? Like, well, um, no. It, I believe it, it, <laughs> it's a politician who becomes like a rap artist, and uh, it's written by Warren Beatty and uh, Jeremy Pixar. I don't know what's happening there. And Life Is Beautiful is just very, very dull. Is there anything else uh, we're missing? Well, uh, sorry. The, is there anything else 
Academy that you would like to have a nomination for? Uh, I, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. I don't want to give them too many nominations for an early film. Bizarre logic there, but uh, we'll, we'll go with it. Uh, best single minute I touched on a couple. I similarly have the math opening that you were talking about. Uh, Bloom in the car, the uh, sidestepping, sidestepping as he's pulling along on What's the Secret, Max? Uh, diving into the pool. And I love Brian Cox's stroke and coming to see him in the hospital and ask, ask, and um, that's the first thing he said in a month. <laughs> Gets me every time. We haven't talked about Brian Cox yet. Let's talk about Brian Cox. Um, I mean, I love Brian Cox. Um, and in particular, I, I very much love him in this film. I mean, he obviously has the, the absolute clencher the original trailer line of he's one of the worst students we've got. Brat little kids, he's one of the worst students we've got. Um, the uh, yeah, and uh, and of course the stroke scene is hilarious. Uh, any anything else, Ron? You'd like to any any nominations for best single minute? Uh, I've gone for the society montage itself. Yeah, that's that's excellent. Um, uh, I've gone for. I, I put the, the library in, in a minute. Mm, yeah, that's probably a better. That's very nice. And then at the grave. Grave. Yeah. Uh, best line. I saved Latin. What did you ever do? You guys have it real easy. I never had it like this when I grew up. Uh, the great opening speech. And uh, take dead aim on the rich boys, get them in the crosshairs and take them down. I just love the whole thing of, you know, giving them great advice. He's literally giving them great advice and nobody cares or listens. You know, the whole, some of you are born rich and you're going to die rich. It, the, the big energy of Herman Bloom is, of course, that man who made his own wealth and, and what that does. And, and, you know, all your entire life, you just want to do the best for your kids but then your kids will never respect you because that's all they've ever known. So they have no understanding of, of what you've done. And so, you know, but and all it does is make you angry. So that's that. Uh, my top schools where I want to apply are Oxford and the Sauron. My safety is Harvard. <laughs> uh, great gag. Hmm, I'm a little bit lonely these days. I feel you, Bill. I understand you're a neurosurgeon. No, I'm a barber, but a lot of people made that mistake. And I also have, I always wanted to be one of your fucking players. And I also very much enjoy um, his dumb and I, or whatever, when he calls him Irish and he goes, he's Scottish. And he goes, tell that stupid Mickey just made my list of things to do today. <laughs> he's great. Uh, anything, any of the best lines, Bob? Uh, I've put down uh, the bit where he, he walks through. Oh, sorry. Just came out to say thank you for wrecking my life. <laughs> That's great. I also like the bit where um, he's speaking Scottish and he's like, is this, is this laddie? Yeah, when he, you know, when he goes there, uh, your wee little skin mark. Was that lad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very excellent, excellent stuff. Very good. Um, what's the change? I only have one, and I actually originally had it in Tom's big question. So, so before we get to that, have you got any actual changes? I've, uh, I've got two. Shoot. Two. One of them is the pool. You didn't like the pool. Could have, could have jumped into a nicer pool. Nice, nice warm pool. And I, I know it's the whole point. I know he's just had his whiskey, but 
I think a nice tropical pool, some some. You wanted palm, the palm Christmas vacation when he's imagining the Mary from the Mary from the from the lingerie stall, and he's imagining her um, in his. Have you seen Christmas Vacation, mate? Chris, what? Um, yeah, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, Christmas, just, as in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. as in Christmas yeah. Vacation. You just were reacting. I just thought, <laughs> Sorry. I thought that would have been an absolute killer reference, <laughs> and you just nothing. Deal break. Um, What's your name? My name. Oh, no, sorry. You know, tis the season to be Mary. That's my name. My, no, sorry. My name's Mary. No shit. <laughs> it's uh, nipply out there. Nippy, nippy. Oh. Um, <laughs> great shit. Uh, anything else, Will? I've also gone, you're going to hate me for this. I don't think the painting of Bill Murray is very good. Yeah. Like, as a, wait, as a choice or the actual painting? Uh, the actual painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I like that it's a bit shit. I like that it's this ugly. <laughs> and that's that, I guess. What, my can, changes, what can you do? What can you do? My changes, basically, is is Herman's wife cheating on him? Because obviously in the great pool scene, she's flirting with this macho guy. And, and she's like flirting with him and he's looking depressed. So, like, I remember on a first watch being quite confused and thinking, oh, they've divorced and she's moved on to this other guy and they've come for the birthday party. But then, of course, he starts having an act, he starts having an affair. And then Max comes to the wife with the blackmail. Great scene, you know, which sandwich, I've got sandwiches, I'll take the tuna. And, um, and then she obviously reacts by divorcing him. So what's happening there? Is, is she actually cheating or is she just flirting? I think there's a possibility. Um, I, 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 I want to stick to flirting because I, I think cheating is very sad. Yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but if she's, but if she's cheat, if she's, yeah, if she's flirting, then there's grounds for divorce. But if she's also cheating, I'd say cheating is also grounds for divorce. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like uh, Mad Men season three. Um, you know, and it doesn't matter if uh, adultery doesn't matter, Mrs. Francis, if it's on both sides. Oh no, she's Mrs. Draper then, famously. Oh God, what a great scene! Uh, which takes us into uh, well, that's just that, isn't it? Um, no, what am I saying? Um, yeah, that's that's what's the change. Um, what's left from Will's notes? That's it for my notes. I have a couple of notes. I love the fish guy who looks exactly like Albert Einstein. I don't know whether that was a choice or what. Uh, Alexis Bledel, are you a uh, Gilmore Girls fan? Uh, no. No, but the, um, you do uh, remember the woman that Pete fell in love with in season five uh, who, who went off for electroshock therapy? Yes. Yes. She's her first role is in this. Uh, she's one of the students in. Uh, oh, I hate the fact that we can now make Mad Men references. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I love that it's called Grover Cleveland High School, just the shittest president. Uh, <laughs> uh, very much enjoy that. I love the recreation of Heat, the absolute beat, beat by beat recreation of Val Kilmer by the dynamite. Just. We're just playing to me here, basically. Uh, and that's that. A uh, few fun facts. How can I forget you when there is always something there to remind me? Uh, Jason Schwartzman came to his audition wearing a prep school blazer, which sported a Rushmore patch 
he had made himself. Pretty cute. When Bull Murray first read the script, he thought it was so fantastic that he said he wanted to do it so badly, he would do it for free. That obviously didn't happen. Uh, Bill Murray genuinely found Keith McCauley and Ronnie McCauley, who play his sons, annoying. And many of the scenes where he lashes out at them and insults them were improvised. Oh, of which, course they were. Um, that's very good. The Bentley used in the film was used in exchange for the owner's daughter to appear in the film. That daughter was Olivia Williams. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pictures of Mrs. Cross's dead husband in the bedroom are pictures of Owen Wilson. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Love Owen. On the first day of principal photography, Wes Anderson delivered his directions to Bill Murray in a hushed whisper. So awed was he to be working with the actor. Graciously, Murray deferred publicity to Anderson. Uh, public Deferred publicly to Anderson, helped haul equipment, and when Disney denied a helicopter scene that would have cost $75,000, he gave Anderson a blank check to cover the cost. Love Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson's intent with this film was to create their own slightly heightened reality, like a Roald Dahl children's book. So, obviously, that obviously, Fantastic Mr. Fox is Roald Dahl, but uh, you can kind of see that grotesque Dahl energy throughout all the films. Really, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love Roald Dahl. What a, what a writer. Favourite Roald Dahl book? Oh, right, Fantastic Mr. Fox, but Yes, um, we did this. We did this conversation. I think, um, what's it? What you to, um, of the uh, what's it called? Danny the Champion of the World. All right. Terrible. No, no, I don't. No, no, no. I was just. I was oh, trying um, to finish you off. Tales of the Unexpected. That's it. That's oh it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. Good choice. That's my favourite now. Landlady. Oh. Hey, oh. I taste it's like bit almonds. bitter almonds. Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> wow, a favorite, a favorite <laughs> film of Jonah Hill. Oh, the, the favorite film or a favorite oh, film? It says a favorite film. Oh. What do you think Jonah Hill's favorite film is? Well, you know what? We're going to Google it and just see if there's anything comes up. Will you're going to vamp? Famously, Will good at vamping. Um, um, yeah. Um, uh, 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 do, do, you, do you ever feel like opening your window and, and shouting? I'm, I'm, I'm hopping mad, and I something in the middle. That's a good vamp. Here we go. We have, oh yeah. Joan Hill's 20 movies to survive self-distancing. Okay. Uh, here we go. Menace to Society. You're going to, right. Firstly, Will, you're going to say if you've seen these movies and if you like them. Okay. Menace to Society. No. no. Yeah. Drugstore Cowboy. No. No. 24-hour party people. No. Which you'd love because it's Coogan. Uh, directed by Michael Winterbottom, who directed all of the trip, and it's he's playing Tony, fucking Tony something, who was the manager for New Order and Happy Mondays and all those nineties Hacienda oh, bands. Um, Alice doesn't live here anymore. No, no. Uh, the Master, one of my favourite films of all time. No. <laughs> uh, Barry Lyndon. No. Popstar, never stop, never stopping. No. You'd, again, you'd love it, Will. Uh, Rat Catcher, do the right thing. I'm just going to fly through these. No. Rat Catcher, do the right thing. Amadeus? Yeah, I love Amadeus. Love Amadeus, great film. Moonlight? Yes. Oh, you did see Moonlight? No. 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 
Uh, adaptation. Um, that someone else from this movie is an adaptation. Who? Ryan Cox. Very good, Will. That is true. Have you seen adaptation? Well, no, I've not seen it. I've not seen it. <laughs> you just Googled Brian Cox's IMDb, didn't you? Yeah. And saw adaptation. Yes, he plays Roger McKee. Uh, Tommy Boy? No. Uh, My Vida Loca? No. Network? Again, one of my top three movies of all time. No. The Birdcage? One of my favourite comedies ever. No. Carnal Knowledge? No. No. CB4? No. And two Hal Ashby movies, which we've already talked about. Well, no, we talked about Ashby, uh, shampoo, and being there. Um, see, this is this is why you should stay on the podcast roll because all, if you just let me pick the movies, you'd get some of your favorite, your new favorite movies. But alas, uh, so and none of those movies were Rushmore, so I don't know where Jonah Hill. <laughs> According to the Wes Anderson Collection book by Matt Zoller Sites, which I own, it's a very good book. Only one scene was cut from the film after filming, and it was an image of Max taking some books out of his locker after he's kicked out of Rushmore. That was the only thing cut. Hmm. So, again, just not necessary, I guess. Uh, tagline rundown, she was my Rushmore. Yeah. All's fair when love is war, that's good. And love, expulsion, revolution. Sounds a bit, bit corny. I'd go for all's fair in love. When all's fair when love is war. Um, I had a question, Tom's big question, did they still build the aquarium? But then for the first time I've, ever, I've noticed the throwaway line in the end where they go, hey, they never did the permits. So they do, you know, and I was like, oh, very good. Uh, I can cross that one off. Uh, and my final one, well, Max Fisher is probably the character, for better or for worse, I relate most to in life. Uh, which movie character do you think you relate most to? Um... Not in, a, not in a not in a Indiana Jones. I I wish. Um, I would I would have to say, uh, just because it's fresh in my mind. Um, I, I would say Tom in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, as an architect. Uh, which and that's it for Tom's big questions. Um, that's yeah. Do you have any questions, Rob? Um, no questions, but I'd just like to say it, it was a refreshing, refreshing movie because I'd always, I always thought, I don't know if it was based on the poster or the name, I always thought it was Bill Murray and a few other people stuck on a rock, uh, um, <laughs> stranded on a rock at Mount Rushmore, waiting for a helicopter to come and save them. And the, and the whole film was just some sharing life stories with each other. <laughs> Sorry, where the hell have you got this from? Which is always why I put it off. I'd be like, Rushmore, I don't want to watch that. I'm not going to sit through two people stranded on a rock talking to each other. Will, we've, you've watched North by Northwest multiple times. You know that that's not how Rushmore is built. <laughs> they could very easily get off. It's not spotting, using real bullets. <laughs> Um, no, Mr. Well, what is you going to do? Um, love, 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 my love, 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 that's love, love, that's love, 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 
aren't going to open it to the whole field because it's uh, just, we've only done five of his movies. Has your favourite Wes Anderson movie changed? No. Still fantastic, Mr. Fox. Yeah. Uh, is, has your second uh, Wes Anderson movie changed or is it still Moonrise Kingdom? I, I think it's still Moonrise Kingdom, but Grand Budapest on a recent watch. Mm. Uh, it was always very good, but I forgot how, how good it was. So it is on par, if not slightly below um, uh, Moonrise Kingdom, I would say. But that's, that's definitely my top three. Followed by Rushmore or Tenenbaums? I would say Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. I'm probably going to go Rushmore Kingdom, Tenenbaums, Budapest, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Right. Yeah. It's again, again, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Absolutely adore it. Could watch it any day of the week. But, um, but there we go. <laughs> Uh, that's fantastic, Mr. Fox. That's Rushmore. That's Wes Anderson. Uh, Will, is he on your... We have top 10 directors here. Is he? Did he make it to your top 10? Uh, oh, yes, yeah. he's in at number nine. He's not on mine. It's not on... Well, that's disappointing to hear. And Edgar Wright is number 10, even though, you, even though the man has only made five movies and you haven't seen one of them. Yeah, so, yeah, because it's not come out yet. Uh, no, uh, Scott Pilgrim that we talked about earlier in this episode. Yeah. Did you see Baby Driver? I have seen Baby Driver. I think... Um, you can say uh, it. It's okay. You can you can still talk about his acting. Spacey's uh, Jamie, very good at it. Jamie Foxx in, uh, in that movie is terrifying. Terrifying. Mm, yeah, he is. But... Even more terrifying, Ham. When Ham turns in the final half hour, Ham. <laughs> if it wasn't for Lily James and Ansel Elgort, I, Baby Driver, I, I, love, love, baby, well, love. Come and come and meet me after work, and we'll escape or run away. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I just don't get her. I just don't get her. Don't really get him. Maybe his Tony will be great and he'll change my mind, but I doubt Tony. it. Tony, Tony, only you're all I'll ever know. Anywhere I go, you'll be. Uh, well, to end this podcast, you have five words about what you think West Side Story 2021 is going to be like. Overrated. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to make it make sense. I'm just going to say words. Overrated. Um, happy because it's a it's the if not the greatest music of all time. Um, <laughs> I'm similarly gonna say great musical, rewatch the original. Um, I would say Tom's more excited for the In the Heights movie. <laughs> uh, no, not excited for the Heights at all. I have to say, don't like the music. Uh, I think the I've watched. Uh, as a, I watched three movies in one day at the cinema on Bank Holiday Monday, and I watched that trailer three times. The filmmaking looks nauseating. I did not like Crazy with Jasians, so I'm not a fan of Chu as a director. Uh, not a, really a big fan of the music. So I'll watch it, and as, as I always, always, always say, I don't want any movie to be bad. Why would I want to waste two and a half hours of my life 
but um, I, I'm not excited. I'm excited for the father to cry. <laughs> to cry. Um, Tony, Tony Hopkins, Tony Hopkins says goodbye. Will I? I've been. I've just been doing my painting in, in the hotel room. And I didn't expect to uh, to get this award, but I, I'd like to uh, nominate it to uh, Chaswick. Chaswick is an excellent actor. Um, I'm gonna go go back and do my painting now. Uh, goodbye. 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 And um, as 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 in the movie Hannibal, which I was in, uh, as um, you know, I I I was painting, and as uh, Gary Oldman said in that movie. Um, same luck, good idea at the time. Double, 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 double.